but welcome to a special weekend edition of Today in Digital Marketing. I'm Todd Maffin. The big players get the headlines, the Facebook platform, Google Ads, God, maybe even TikTok these days. But there are others out there that are vying for your media dollars, and one claims it owns about 10% of the U.S. digital ad space. A study out last week from Jungle Scout found that 56% of American consumers say if they could only shop at one store, that store would be Amazon. So I've asked Tamir Barhaim to spend a bit of time with us. Tamir leads international expansion at Amazon Ads. And he's Canadian, or at least works at Amazon's Toronto office. <laughs> Tamir, welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Nice to meet you. And I am Canadian. You All got right. It right. Good. You get to stay. You get to stay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, that 10% figure, which I think Amazon actually said was 10.3%, was last year's number. Do you have a sense of where you stand now in the overall digital ad ecosphere? Uh, I don't, unfortunately. I, I don't have a number handy for you. Um, you know, I could say that our, our focus isn't so much on market share as much as it is just driving innovation for customers and uh, trying to respond to the, the the many, many changes we've seen in the industry over the last year. So the past week was busy for you. You folks just hosted your Unboxed conference and announced some new ad products. And I want to get to those things in a moment. But for people who might be new to what Amazon offers on the ad side of things, can you walk us through the basics? I'm thinking of sponsored products and sponsored brands. Yeah, absolutely. So believe it or not, we've now had an ad business for over 10 years. Uh, at, at the highest level, our job is to pair brands with customers in ways that add value to their shopping, their entertainment experiences. And that could be on Amazon. It also could be on other sites we own like IMDb or Twitch. It could be on devices like Fire TV or third-party websites and apps through, through our DSP. Um, and we offer a, a pretty wide portfolio of different ad products, uh, everything from brand building tools for video, audio, out of home, uh, all the way down to those keyword based cost per click performance products that you mentioned. Uh, the goal is just to bring those all together to create useful shopping, discovery experiences for customers, but also to you know, create uh, uh, great campaigns that can help brands meet their goals as well. I, I know you have others, but I mean, the vast majority, uh, like 95% plus, is grouped in sponsored products and sponsored brands, is it not? Sponsored products and sponsored brands are, are, are two very big uh, products that we have. They're amongst our, our most established, yes. Uh, and, and, and what are uh, those in terms of like, what, are the, what does the ad product actually look like if no one's been on the ad side of things? Sure. Yes. Sponsored products placements, uh, they sit alongside search results, uh, enable advertisers to bid uh, on keywords in a cost per click model uh, to reach customers who may be browsing for specific genres of products or even specific brands or individual products. Uh, sponsored brands would sit slightly upstream from from that uh, and play a little bit more of a, a brand discovery and consideration um, uh, role in, uh, in in helping uh, helping customers discover new products or families of products they may not have been aware of. When you say keywords, so am I? Is it like Google Ads? Am I going into the ad platform and typing in product names, and then that's how it plays out? Yeah, it could be individual product names or it could be generic. So, you know, uh, maybe I'm looking for shampoo uh, or maybe I'm looking for something very, very specific, herbal essences, uh, you know, all in one shampoo and conditioner. Is cost per click the only pricing model or could I pay when I get a sale? Uh, for, for, for sponsored products and sponsored brands, it's a cost per click pricing model today. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and do you have in the ad platform cost caps and bid caps and those sorts of kind of more advanced type things? 
Yeah, we do offer a lot of tools for for advertisers, both those that are you know sophisticated. Uh, it could be agencies or or large individual advertisers, uh, you know, to to set their own thresholds. Um, uh, but we also offer simpler tools for for folks who are maybe just getting started. You know, SMBs that uh, are looking for just quick, uh, easy to use tools. Right. So uh, at this conference, you announced some new placements and ad products like interactive ads, brand metrics, brand follow campaigns. Can we start with interactive uh, interactive video? What is that kind of a campaign? Yeah, sure. So yeah, we were excited to to announce um, specifically for for uh, for Canada. There were four new new products that uh, that we launched. Um, but happy to speak to, to interactive video ads first to start. Um, I would say uh, really interactive video ads is a, an opportunity for us to provide a more natural way for brands to reach streaming TV audiences uh, and foster engagement. So if a customer or a viewer uh, sees one of these ads, it, they can take an Amazon action that you might be familiar with, like adding a product to the cart, adding something to an Alexa shopping list, buy now, uh, directly from that ad unit. Um, that's, that, at a really high level, that's, that's, uh, that, that's what the uh, interactive video ad looks like. And where does that ad show up? Uh, so the ad will show up on Fire TV. Oh, okay. Is Prime Video, I know it's not really an ad platform, but is there any placement on Prime TV or Prime Video? Uh, there's no interactive video ad uh, placement available, no, within, within, Prime, within Prime Video. Gotcha. Can you talk a bit about Fire TV? It's, what sort of percentage of the market, what, what is, it? is it? Are we talking about the stick? Yeah, we, we have a number of different Fire TV devices that, that are available. Uh, the, 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 the stick is one of them, yes. Uh, but, you know, th- think about this as, as a, a great way uh, to, to control your, your living room experience uh, when you're sitting back with a family kicking, up, kicking back on the couch after a long day. So that could include, obviously, watching Prime Video. It can include watching other apps, uh, whether it be, you know, Netflix or Crave um, or Disney+. Plus. Uh, you can actually watch Twitch, uh, consume Twitch content on the Fire TV as well. Um, so th- yeah, th- at a really high level, that's, um, that's the Fire TV experience. And, and there are ad units that are embedded within the Fire TV UI. Do you know where you sit market share wise, Fire TV compared to the other CTV platforms? I don't know. We, we, we don't release that data um, at, a, at a country level. So I, I don't have that handy here. Sure. Fair enough. All right. So that's interactive video. What about interactive audio ads? Sure. Yeah. Uh, similarly, uh, interactive audio ads um, are, are ad units that a customer would come across when listening to Amazon Music's ad supported tier. Mm. Uh, so these ads have uh, calls to action that customers can take. Uh, for example, you know, Alexa, uh, ad, you know, add shampoo to my cart. Um, just to go back to my same shampoo example. Uh, and so really the, what we're excited about here is making that experience a little bit more intuitive and natural for, for customers. Uh, so if a customer is listening to an ad, really all, all you need to, to do is prompt Alexa to add that product to the cart. Uh, whereas previously it would have required the customer to remember the specific name of the product or the specific model or brand and repeat that. So making that action a little bit easier for the customer and um, helping the brand a little bit uh, more from, uh, from you know from driving that engagement and and how is that placed like you go to the ad platform are you is it like uh, you know like Google Ads has got ad extensions where you have the primary ad and then you've got these kind of bolt-on additions to it is that is it implemented similarly or is a is it its own placement. Uh, th- this would be it, it, its own placement uh, and this is a product I'm, I should add as well that's in beta right now uh, and specifically in the US. Okay. 
uh, in beta widely available or with a small group of people? Right now, it's it, it's 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 in beta with with a limited set of advertisers. Right, and and what is the pricing model? I guess it's not cost per click in that case. How do how are we paying for that? Um, I actually, actually don't have the I don't have the pricing model on me. Um, uh, my, my 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 hunch is it's CPM based, uh, uh, but uh, uh, I believe it would be CPM based, uh, similar to the rest of the ads that we serve uh, within the the Amazon Music ad supported experience. Gotcha. All right, so another thing you had in there was brand metrics, which you described as a measurement solution, but I could not figure out for the life of me what it <laughs> is. That, is that a brand lift survey, or what, is, what does brand metrics mean to Amazon ads? Yeah, for sure. So brand metrics is is really a combination of 15 different metrics um, designed to help marketers sort of get, get sharper uh, in how they think about understanding their uh, engagement with their brands on Amazon. Um, uh, just to give you an example of what, what one or two of those metrics could look like, uh, return on engagement is one that I'm particularly excited about. I think will have will help our brands a lot. Um, it, it helps the, it helps folks understand the value of shopping engagements based on post engagement sales generated over a longer look back period, so 12 months. In this case, whereas typically we might look at a seven-day or fourteen-day attribution window, um, so really helps them understand a little bit more of the lifetime value of, of their their brand investment. Um, we also offer an ability for brands to look at the total size uh, of their audience relative to their peers in their category. So mm-hmm. that also can give a brand a pretty good proxy as uh, for sort of the overall health of their brand. So this isn't a, this isn't an ad product. This is a re- a new reporting feature. It's a suite of different uh, reporting capabilities. And where does someone find that? Uh, So uh, 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 brand metrics um, uh, would be available uh, both uh, for for managed service um, uh, advertisers as well as for self-service advertisers within uh, within our console. And so you're going into the console. Is there a tab for reporting or is is it going to be fairly obvious? Often the reason I ask is often these things, when they come out there, especially in the first, you know, month or two, they're kind of hidden. Some some platforms kind (laughs) of, you know, while they roll it out slowly, but people can find brand metrics now across all the self-service platforms. Across yours, I mean. it is in beta today, uh, and so I think as we get closer to GA, I mean, those are some of the things that we want to better understand from advertisers and make sure that, uh, like you said, the discovery process is fairly seamless for them. Oh, this is not rolled out. Uh, it's it's a closed beta right now. Uh, it, it, it will launch shortly. That's right. Okay. You mentioned interactive video was in closed beta as well. Is interactive audio ads also in closed beta? It, 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 it is in beta as well. Wait yes, a minute. Is correct. everything in your news release <laughs> that you sent us in closed beta right now? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, some of the releases that we have specifically around uh, Amazon Marketing Cloud, for example, are available now. Uh, what I mentioned around brand metrics, again, we'll, we'll be launching in, in the next few weeks. Um, uh, similarly, our, our releases around Twitch in sponsored display as well will also be available in the next few weeks. Okay. You so, also had brand follow placements, which I guess are kind of similar to like letting customers follow a brand, um, maybe like a likes campaign on Facebook. Is that, am I reading that right? Yeah, brand follow is available today. Uh, it, 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 it's it's similar. It, so the notion is that a you know a customer can go and, and and click a specific follow button on a brand that they might be be passionate about um, and want to specifically get more content around. Uh, so uh, you know by by clicking that follow button, 
the customer will have an opportunity, for example, to see deals from that brand, uh, you know, through, throughout the, their, their Amazon shopping experience. Um, that, so that, that, that gives you a kind of a view of what you might experience if you were to click on that. And that's a paid placement. Is that paid per follow? Brand follow is not a paid. Uh, it, it, it's not a paid experience. Oh, it's uh, not. So that, that, that's something that's available to, to any brand on Amazon. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Apologies. I thought that was part of the, the ad thing. Uh, and it, the news release had mentioned that these were specific to Canada, but you mentioned that some of these are being beta tested in the U.S. Can you kind of bring some clarity as to where these are going to launch? Sure, absolutely. So the the key products that we're that we're, we're bringing to Canada uh, in the short term specifically are brand metrics, which we covered today, um, sponsored display on live streams and Twitch, uh, which is a new uh, self service cost per click experience that enables uh, advertisers to, to to surface their ads um, uh, uh, next to Twitch streaming experiences, and then two specific updates to Amazon Marketing Cloud, which is our uh, you know holistic media measurement analytics. Solution. Uh, so those two updates uh, are specifically around enabling advertisers to upload their own data sets. Um, also, the addition of an instructional query library in the AMC UI. Th- those things are all available in Canada or, or will be available very shortly. I want to talk about measurement as a focus area for Amazon and some of the Twitch options you mentioned in a second. But one of the stories that came out this month was reporting from Reuters that Amazon had used purchase data to figure out what products were popular in India create knockoff goods, and then tweak the search engine to boost those product lines. And I'm not asking you for comment. I know India or Amazon has already denied this, but do you feel there's a trust gap between Amazon and marketers? I don't think so. Uh, if, if I look at our business, uh, really everything we do goes back to the customer experience. Um, and you know, if I think about that from an advertising lens, our advertising solutions wouldn't be effective if we did anything different. Uh, so, you know, our, our bar, I'll speak to advertising because obviously it's the business that I know best, but um, our bars that our ad experiences should be of such a high quality that customers should welcome them. And that, you know, might be on our websites or devices or boxes or anywhere. And I say that because uh, I think advertiser and customer interest should be inherently aligned. Uh, and advertising only works if we make it a great experience for customers. So yeah, They should be know, aligned, but they're often not, tra- right? I mean, there's like there's, there's the customer trust path and then there's a trust path with market. I mean, they're different audiences. Um, is there work that Amazon needs to do with marketers or do you feel that you're sort of geared up and full steam ahead? I would say that first and foremost, customer trust is not something that's negotiable. Uh, so, you know, we take the privacy of our customers, for example, very, very seriously. Uh, as we look beyond that to to our advertising customers, uh, you know, we think that by helping customers discover new products, discover new brands uh, within Amazon's sort of vast selection that they may just not have known about, often products they can't find in brick and mortar uh, shelves, um, then advertising can and should be very useful for customers. And, and that's, the, that's the high bar that, that we hold ourselves to. I see measurement is a focus area for Amazon. Do you feel you approach this in any way that's, I don't know, unique or different to the other platforms? I would say for us, obviously, measurement is critically important for all of the brands that we work with today, uh, especially in you know a time of now increasing inflation and budget cuts. Um, that only becomes a little bit more pronounced. Uh, I would say the unique thing for Amazon is uh, the visibility throughout the customer's journey. So really from awareness all the way through to conversion and loyalty, uh, we feel like we can give uh, the brands that we work with rich insights uh, that that 
elsewhere they, they might need to piece together from a, a bunch of varying sources. Uh, whereas for Amazon, we could get, but we can paint that more holistic picture and give them some of those rich metrics, like I mentioned with brand metrics that I think are really only useful if you have a, that, that full view across the funnel. So if I'm going to read between the lines, I think what you're saying is you have first party data and many of the other platforms don't. Is that sort of a summary of what you meant? <laughs> I'm trying to understand what rich data means in that context. Yeah, it, it, it's the first party relationship with customers, which gives you that 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 proprietary view of how a customer is engaging with a particular brand all the way through the funnel from awareness down through conversion and, and, and loyalty um, that. Yeah, it's the direct relationship with customers that we have that uh, it gives us that that those insights, the rich insights that uh, would be very difficult, I think, to gleam elsewhere. And indeed, when you look at sort of Amazon's results in this last quarter compared to Facebook and even Snapchat, uh, both of which suffered, I think, to some extent with the iOS changes because they are relying on third-party pixels, whereas uh, Amazon's really not. So, so there wasn't much of, a, much of a bump there for you. Is Twitch a growing area of focus for you? It really is, yeah. Uh, for 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 your your listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with Twitch, um, it's a really unique, uh, incredible community. Uh, it enables live, authentic, really highly engaged interactions, both between you know streamers and followers, but also between c consumers and brands. Uh, and Twitch continues to break records for us in terms of unique viewers uh, consuming content on the service. Uh, initially started very much with a gaming focus. Today, obviously, gaming is still a critical part of Twitch, but it goes far, far beyond that. Uh, just to give you a sense of the scale, you know, the, the global Twitch community watched over a trillion minutes of content uh, in, in 2020. Um, from an ads perspective, we actually brought Twitch advertising and Amazon advertising together in January of this year. Uh, and, you know, Twitch offers everything from, you know, premium media products, native site integrations, brand partnerships, sponsorships. Uh, we have an in-house team of strategists, producers, gaming experts uh, to help brands connect in a more authentic way with uh, the Twitch community. So it's a it's a really exciting part of our about our business. Uh, given Twitch is, is so popular, and it is, of course, in fact, I usually watch it every day because I have no life, but when, uh, <laughs> you know, given how, how dominant it is in the live streaming area and how relatively, I think you'll agree, small the market share of Fire TV is, I'm surprised that the interactive video ads are not on Twitch. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I think it's early days for us. As I said, the product is in beta, uh, and I, I think we're, we're, we're you know, we, we very much want feedback both from customers and from uh, from advertisers uh, to get a better sense of, um, you know, uh, of where we kind of take that product going forward. So I, I just again, it, it, it's early days. Yeah, for sure. What do you see as the major trends in the year ahead? Yeah, I, I would say. Uh, if we look at you know everything that's gone on in the last year and a half or so, you know you and I can certainly reminisce about all uh, commiserate rather about all the things that we've struggled with. But uh, you know consumers have had it pretty tough, and I think as a result, their expectations of brands are much much higher than they ever have been. Uh, you know if I put it a, more simply, you know when a customer wants something like toilet paper or food, they don't really have a lot of patience for excuses and. I think one of the cool things about that is it presents opportunities for brands who are 
aren't leading in their space today. They could take a leap forward that might otherwise be tough. Um, and I say that because e-commerce, from our experience, really levels the playing field uh, between kind of those large established brands and smaller, scrappier challenger brands. Um, shelf space is limitless for, you know, in an e-commerce environment and barriers to entry end up being really low. And so what that means is we, we end up seeing a lot of brands uh, thriving and in some cases even leading their space on Amazon that in a brick and mortar environment actually couldn't even afford to list their products on the shelves. Uh, so I think that's one trend that obviously isn't net new, but I, I think, uh, you know, everything that's happened in the last year and a half or so, I think has only further accelerated that. Tamir, if someone wants to check out Amazon ads website, what is it and how do they get started? Yeah, I, I would just visit amazon.com slash advertising. Uh, and it, I think we've got a lot of great information there about our products and uh, opportunities to, to, to reach out. Um, I'm also, of course, happy to help directly as well. So if any of your, your listeners want to reach out and ask any specific questions, uh, they can feel free to reach me at uh, B-A-R-H-A-I-M-T at amazon.com. Tamir Barham leads international expansion at Amazon Ads. Tamir, thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was great chatting with you. Back with the regular episodes on Monday. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.